0: what's up everybody what's up my lovelies what's up listeners what's up gablins what's up nerds what's up my worldly weirdos you know what time it is it's time to mad gab What's up, my colleagues of absolute weirdness? It's Mad Gab with Maggie here on Spotify. As you know, this show is chopped up into three different little pieces of knowledge sushi for you to enjoy. We shall be diving into a variety of topics today, so let's get to it. Shows worthy of your binge-watching parties... Most of us are still stuck in quarantine, and thus have begun to develop the habit of binge-watching our favorite shows, or shows we've been putting off on the back burner since 2013. However, some more of you avid binge-watchers may have finally run out of good things to watch or have watched the finale of The Good Place so many times that you've ran out of tears to cry. So I present to you some shows that you may not have heard of, that are completely worthy of your binge-watching prowess. One of the shows I've discovered during this pandemic is a little beauty called The Librarians. Following the weird and wonderful footsteps of the popular TV movies of the same name, The Librarians is about the wonders of the world, the history of myths and legends brought to life, and how magic is real and very dangerous. Starring the talented cast of Noah Wiley, reprising his role from the movies as Flynn Carson, Rebecca Romaine, Lindy Booth, Christian Kane, John Harlan Kim, and John Cat, this amazing series follows the newest librarians and their adventures to stop magic from tearing the entire world apart. With exciting fantasy adventures and really good character-driven episodes, this show is definitely worth the watch. Another great series to binge watch, and this one's for you anime geeks out there, is Kekai Sensen or Blood Battle Front Blockade for English translation. A wonderful series, albeit short, follows the strange supernatural adventures of Leonardo Watch, a young man who was gifted with the all seeing eyes of the gods. After joining the secret organization Libra, he intends to find out why he was given the eyes in the first place, and to help keep the balance in the city of Hal Salem's lot, where dark magic, vampires, and supernatural events run rampant on the daily. It has just as many hilarious and heartwarming moments as it does an interesting plotline and amazing characters. You can stream both of these awesome shows on Hulu. Guys, again, highly recommend checking out The Librarians. It was uh, running on TNT a couple of years ago. It has four amazing seasons. Uh, the cast is incredible. If you guys are fans of Leverage, it was, developed by, it was produced and developed by uh, Dean Devlin, who was is, who is the producer of the Leverage series. Christian Kane is in this as well. He was also part of the Leverage series. So if you're a Leverage fan, another show I recommend watching. But unfortunately, it is not on any streaming services, as I know this because I have all five DVDs. Um, but yeah, you should totally check out Leverage. Uh, you should totally check out The Librarians. And for those of you anime fans out there, please check out Kekai Sensen. It is a lovely two-season Thriller, supernatural, investigative series uh, that follows hilarity and great cal- ca- ha- character development. So, yeah, go check those out, guys. Grant Imahara dies at age 49. Uh, This is not a shocker to a lot of people, but the world of science and nerdiness has lost a valued member of its family, Grant Imahara, this past week in the horrible, no-good, very-bad year of 2020. The multi-talented Grant Imahara, known for his prowess in robotics and electrical engineering, passed away on Monday, July 13th due to a brain aneurysm. He was well known for being one of the beloved co-hosts of Mythbusters and the Netflix original series The White Rabbit Project, where he and his companions Tori Bellici and Carrie Byron, also former Mythbusters hosts, would conduct crazy experiments in the name of science, along with some theatrics jumped in between. Known as the resident geek of the show, Imahara was responsible for bringing some of the toughest myths to life with his incredible robotics and engineering skills. He even worked for Lucasfilms, known as the creators of Star Wars franchise, for a time, as Washington Post editor Timothy Bella reveals, quote, He was one of the few officially trained operators for R2-D2, unquote. To lose such a remarkable man in this time is heartbreaking. Many of his friends and family from the community have spoken out about his passing in the last weeks, including the brilliant Adam Savage, who had this to say on the subject, quote, I'm at a loss. No words. I have been part of two big families with Grant Amahara over the last 22 years. Grant was a truly brilliant engineer, artist, and performer, but also such a generous, easygoing, and gentle person. Working with Grant was so much fun. I'll miss my friend. Unquote. Adam Savage also remembers his dear friend in his podcast this past week, which I highly recommend you go check out on YouTube. To Grant Amahara, a beloved icon of science and engineering, we won't ever forget what you've inspired us to do. We will miss you. There's not a whole lot more I can say about the situation. Grant Amahara was probably one of my favorite people to watch on Mythbusters. He was just a very welcoming presence. He was incredibly intelligent. He was also just a big goofball. And I will always remember him as someone who inspired others to be curious about not only engineering and robotics, but just the science practice in general, and just to continue to be a geek, like love who you are. So I think Grant Imahara is, it's very unfortunate for his passing, Uh, my thoughts and prayers and good vibes and whatever I can do to help goes out to his family and his friends uh, during these past few weeks. But I Didn't want to review this story last week because I ended up crying every time I took this. I recorded this. To Grantee Mahara, we will miss you dearly, and thank you so much for inspiring us and teaching us to continue to be curious. Thank you so much. Good games for quarantine time. Again, a lot of us are still facing the daunting task of self-quarantining during these uncertain and stressful times. Luckily, we have invented the genius that are games in order to quell our boredom and sorrow. My family, like myself, is super nerdy and we love to get around the table and play some good card games and tabletop games from time to time. I would like to invite you all to some of the games we've been getting to uh, during these last few months. A game recently taught to me by my father is a fun and quick game called 31. You can play with any standard playing card deck, but the goal of the game is simple. Each person is dealt three cards, the total you're allowed to keep in your hand. And those three cards must add up to or as close to the number 31. All the cards are added by their number value, and aces are considered 11 points total. So those are the ones you want to keep your eyes out for. All the cards also have to be the same suit, so you can't just mix and match. When you think you've got a high enough score in your hands, knock on the table and the last round of draws happens before you inevitably win. It's a fun quick game to play and we usually like to play spets with quarters or chocolate chips for an added bonus. Another game that's been keeping me and my family sane during these times is, something you guys have probably heard of, Ticket to Ride. Most of you, again, have probably heard about this game before, but I'll explain it to those of you who might not have. It's a great strategy game involving building up your hand to buy railroads, and getting the longest connecting train possible, to put it in short. It's a great, fun game, and it lasts a long while, so you'll want to set aside at least an hour or so to play Ticket to Ride. Both of these games are incredibly fun. Again, you can play one with a standard deck, so if you guys just have a standard deck of cards lying around, go ahead, pick it up, play 31. It's a great way to pass the time, and it is a quick, fun, dirty little game. Uh, But Ticket to Ride is a lot of fun as well, it's definitely more strategic-based, so it makes you think. It makes It's not one of those, like, oh, passing fancy kind of games. So you'll definitely want to keep your head about you as you're looking at the railroads and trying to figure out the best way to make the longest connecting train possible. Because the longest train wins the game. Fact of the Day We're now winding down to the end of the show here, but did you know that cheese is the most stolen food in the world? Among other high market value foods, such as meats and alcohol, cheese is one of the highest stolen foods around the world. So much so that a woman in Oregon back in 2017 had stolen over $600 worth of Gouda and blue cheese from a Whole Foods. That really stinks. Get it? Cause it's cheese? I like to think I'm funny. Thanks to everyone so much for joining me this week on Mad Gab. But before I end the show, I'd like to ask you a question. What's your favorite game you've been playing during quarantine? You can answer that question on the Mad Gab Facebook page or send an email over to madgabpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for stopping by and tune in next week for some more nerdy nonsense. Stay weird, everyone. If you like the show and want updates on future episodes slash content, please check out the MadGav Facebook page link in the description and give us a like or a follow. Thanks again for tuning in.